Hi, everybody. Doug Adams here from the Run DNA Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to go over something that every runner should ask themselves. For runners, it can be really appealing to focus on your strengths, but what if there's something that's holding you back from reaching your running goals? In this episode, I'm going to talk about a novel way to figure out what your top priority should be for getting the results that you want and deserve. Early in my career, I did a lot of triathlon coaching, and I still do some running coaching now to keep me sharp and keep me relevant. I had a reputation with triathlon training that all of my clients set PRs, but all of them were surprised because they felt that their training was way less than they typically do. I initially thought that the reason I was successful was because my background of PT and strength and endurance training, but later in my career, I took a bigger view and realized that one question that I was asking my clients when I first started working with them was the real reason that I was helping these athletes set PR. Today, I'm going to share that question and how you can ask yourself or your clients the same thing. So before I share the question, there's an important concept that I want to convey. Most of us are professionals in things besides our sport, and even the professionals can't do everything you're supposed to do. This is why I often preach the importance of minimum effective dosage. What is the least amount of training that I can do to get my desired results? Doing more than the minimum only puts us at risk for injury. That challenge is then knowing what the minimum amount is. So a big concept behind this minimum effective dosage is a reason we do any exercise. Think to yourself for a second, why does exercise make us better, faster, or stronger? If you're not sure of the answer right away, let me ask it a different way. Do you get faster during a run or between runs? Most people understand how exercise works, but they don't always practice the concept that the whole point of exercising is to recover to be better than when you started. So the answer to that question is you get better between runs, not during runs. Without the recovery, the exercise may not have been worth the time. Hence why we say minimal effective dosage is key. All right, now back to the question. Minimum effective doses can be tough to get people to buy into because they get what I call runner's world syndrome. They want to do every must-do workout they've ever read about or was on the cover of runner's world and think that the path to the goal is doing a little more, or running a little faster, or maybe actually getting around to doing that core exercises that they're always seeing. The trick is that every person has a unique way that they should prioritize their training to get the biggest gains. And they're often, uh, they often don't know or realize what that is until they think about it and see that the answer actually lies within and they're able to tell you what that answer is. Okay, so here's the question. If you could wave a magic wand, what one thing would you improve that would automatically help you achieve your fitness goal? And this is the question that I asked to the runner. So I'll, I'll say it again. And this is in a gait analysis or in a session, a coaching session. What I'll say is if you could wave a magic wand, what one thing would you improve that would automatically help you achieve your fitness goal? People may need a little extra context if they have never really thought about this question before. So I will often rephrase it and I'll say, what's the first thing you notice right before you slow down? Do your legs feel tired? Do you feel shortness of breath? Do you feel the burn setting in? And what I've learned over years of coaching and treating runners is that their intuitive answer is often the key to their success. If someone says that their legs get tired, you can dive deeper and ask them about their strength routine. 
that person may not be doing any strength or their strength may be high rep and low weight that offers little value for runners. If they say that their lungs feel heavy and they're out of breath, that may indicate that someone with a low that that person is someone with low volume training or someone that's not focusing enough on aerobic development. In this case, you may want to emphasize zone two, zone two training for this person and cut back on some of their speed work. The magic question is a great starting place, but don't stop there. We should trust the response, but also verify that this is actually what's going on. And you as the coach also should relate if this is a weakness that relates to the type of event that they're looking to achieve here. Ask them about their training, check out their training logs. Then when you're designing the program here for the athlete that you're working with, you're gonna to wanna to emphasize that key aspect of their fitness that offers them the most opportunity to make large gains. We go a lot more into detail about how to do this and even dive into the physiology of performance in our endurance running coaching course. But I wanted to get this short podcast episode out there to help runners and the coaches to start to think about training differently. Maybe less is more. Maybe doing the right type of training or the focus type of training for that individual is more. And maybe your PR is going to come from working smarter instead of harder. Uh, you know, and I'm also willing to admit, maybe just changing up the typical training program and getting the athlete to buy in on it is really what matters. No matter what the real reason is, doing this works. And the magic question is something that you should really ask yourself. So just one more time, I'll repeat the question. If you could wave a magic wand, what one thing would you improve that would automatically help you achieve your fitness goals? If you can get that response, if you're a coach working with an athlete, if you're an athlete doing your own coaching there, understanding the, re the real answer behind this and being honest with yourself and even if you're not sure, go out and test, go do a hard effort and see what happens and figure out what is the thing that is most holding you back. And this is an area that has the most opportunity to help propel you forward. So thanks for listening and happy running. Like what you hear? Leave a review of the show wherever you listen. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Run DNA helps runners and running specialists through education and technology to identify each runner's unique injury profile to avoid setbacks and maximize results. The Run DNA podcast is produced by Ace Running LLC. The Run DNA podcast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can occur. Always seek the guidance of qualified medical professionals before making healthcare decisions. Find us online at rundna.com.